Soon, my dear. It's almost time. Hello and welcome to Screen 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And today we're here to talk about 1994's Leprechaun 2, the second best thing to come out of uh, 1994, besides me. Okay. Should I restart? Does that sound like I'm bragging? No, it's true. I think most of our listeners would agree with you. Nothing else good happened in 1994. Except for, okay, Friends. Jurassic Park? That was 93, so we're good. Um, And Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah. But beyond that, nothing. <laughs> um, anyway, so we are going to talk about that. But first, let's do 10-word reviews of movies we watched in the past week. Well, we're still kind of catching up no, on a backlog these, from a couple like weeks a ago. ago. Yeah. Um, you know, it, just, okay. it is what it is. But let's start with Ma. Ma. When I hear music, <gasps> I see Ma dance. Iconic. Ooh. And my review is... The highly overqualified adult cast makes this fruitcake worth watching. Okay. It's a little bit rude, but okay. Rocket Man. Run of the mill biopic that confirms Elton is the tops. Mm. Uh, my review of Rocket Man is I'd like either a better musical or a worse biopic. <laughs> really? You didn't like Rocket Man? Not a ton. But you got to see Richard Madden bottom for. For um, Taryn Egerton. Yeah, but Richard Madden's hair was the worst it's ever been, and his hair is like you a really imagine it to be better. Okay, though. but his hair is like a really important part of his whole his whole steez. Isn't that true for anyone? I mean, there are bald people who are attractive. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go with that. I mean, um, I guess that's still a hairstyle, but it's not always by choice. Yeah. Um, always be my baby. Be my maybe. What did I say? Baby. I thought I said, okay. Always be my maybe. Predictable but lovely leaves moms shook. <laughs> my review is Netflix drudgery wastes talented cast. Wine country syndrome strikes again. That's rude. Why but are you true. So disrespectful to all of Netflix's films. They give us quality they're content. so bad. Excuse you. Dumplin' was delicious. Okay. Dumplin' was delicious, as was The Perfection. But mm-hmm. so far, and I like Bird Box. But beyond that, like. What have they given me lately? Well, I'm watching Sex Education, and I'm learning quite a That's lot. That's not a movie. But I'm still learning a lot. About education? Mostly about British culture. They're very weird over there. <laughs> they do sex upside down. Yeah, they just talk about it, like, nonstop. And these were all teens that were having sex as teens. Uh, well, I think that's true of any relate. teen show. Yeah, Can't relate. It doesn't happen in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be an America thing. Yeah, just that that, <laughs> that you weren't having sex in high school. <laughs> blame America. I do blame America and our patriarchal society. Uh huh. Anyway, here's the plot <laughs> of Leprechaun Two. A leprechaun, Warwick Davis, surfaces in Los Angeles to claim a bride. So Lep has already shown up in the hood. So when he shows up, when he goes to the hood, like three entries from now, why are we impressed? Anyway. Um, to claim a bride as his previous object of, object of affection was denied to him a thousand years before in Ireland. He kidnaps teenager Bridget, Siobhan Durkin. That's a great name. Grotesquely murdering Bridget. anyone who gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, 
It falls to Bridget's boyfriend, Cody, Charlie Heath, to rescue her. Of course it does. The patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody America. En- mm-hmm. Cody enlists the aid of his perpetually tipsy Uncle Morty, Sandy Barron, who decides to go after the homicidal leprechaun's pot of gold. Morty is so incompetent. He is so incompetent, but we really dodged a bullet that the movie didn't make him Irish because that would just be a really bad stereotype. Instead, he's just like a drunkle. Um, okay, so we rate all of our movies on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. Um, did, did anything scare you in Leprechaun 2? I want to say yes-ish, but that's really me being generous, which is fair because I'm generous most times to these movies, and they really don't deserve it. Absolutely but no, not. But one, no. one out of five. Yeah, it's a one out of five for me, too. Nothing scared me about this movie. It was dumb, and it was incomprehensible from the first two minutes. Okay. I'm Actually, this is something that I haven't brought up yet. Um, we This is the first time, I think, in Scream 101 history that we have not watched the movie together. Mm-hmm. Um, our schedules were sufficiently jam-packed that I watched it this morning and you watched it this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm so interested in hearing what comes out of your mouth. I don't know how much of the time you spent awake. I don't know how much of the time. Bring a lot of faith in me. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. Um, oh, a couple things. Since scariness, the conversation is nothing because it's Leprechaun 2. Like, uh-huh. come on. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the people who are making this movie because there are a lot of names in the credits that are actually semi-recognizable. Like, I recognize none of these names. Did you recognize any actors in this movie? No. Um, how about the guy who was the waiter at the espresso bar? No. Who is um, he? That was Michael McDonald from Mad TV. Oh, yeah. I did recognize him. Yeah. He was very unnecessary and kind of mean. Well, yeah, he was very pompous. He was actually, you know, very. It was very prescient as to the like Silver Lake coffee culture that would grow out of that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So he was there. Um, this movie was directed by Rodman Flender, who did Idle Hands, which I loved, and you were ambivalent towards hatred. I remember on. this. Um, you don't, or you do? I don't. What did the hands do? It was Devin Sawa, and his hand was trying to kill people. Oh yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> Yep, that's that's where we stood on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Robin Flunder is also Timothy Chalamet's uncle, which I always love to think about. <laughs> that Timothy Chalamet's out here like, oh yeah, I'm just like, just like an actor, and I'm like so important. And his uncle, his uncle's like, hey guys, I directed Leprechaun too. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey. Yes. Robert, what's his name? Rodman Flunder. Rodman Flunder walked. So Timothy Chalamet could prance. I mean, look, I like Rodman Flender's career a lot more than Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, me too. I hate Timothy Chalamet. Um, but yeah, also this movie was produced by Donald P. Borchers. Who <laughs> oh my God, this is just a long list of names. You're no, not no, telling no. me anything about the scariness. No, there's nothing scary. That's why I'm talking about this. <laughs> he produced Children of the Corn. Wow. So that relates to our previous franchise. And he directed the 2009 remake. But also the the Rube couple that Cody tricks into doing his like... L.A. tour of death. Yeah. Um, one of them was Clint Howard, who's Ron Howard's younger brother, who's in, like, all his movies. Um, and the other one, her name's Kimmy Robertson. Um, she has a really Who squeaky is she voice. related to? No. Oh, everyone's related to someone. Yeah. No, but she has a really squeaky voice, and I was like, she's got to be a voice actress. And the answer is, yes, she is. Um, not a super famous one, as far as I can tell, but she uh-huh. played Ariel's sisters in The Little Mermaid. All of them? Yeah, all of them. The range. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just... There's a lot of people in this movie that I'm like, you know what? I kind of know who you are. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that was scary because I was like, normally in these movies, I don't know anyone. Anyway, let's talk about campiness, which is the real reason to be here. What's your campiness score for Leprechaun? Ooh. Ooh, me too. Um, is there a moment? Well, okay. You said you didn't understand the first two minutes at all. No, I was like, why are we in Ireland with this man? Well, that's where the leprechaun, you know, grew up. But we lived it's his hometown. But we le- we didn't leave him in Ireland. We left him dead in the uh, I don't know where was it? New Mexico, Nevada, uh, North Dakota, North Dakota. Yes, um, but I knew did it was you an N. did you not notice? I know you don't like to read. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, you, you like to read books, but you don't like to like, read yeah, anything fool. that movies How put on the screen. How dare you insult me in my life decisions? No, but there was a title card that said Ireland Once Upon a Time. So it was it's a flashback. Okay, still dumb. <laughs> I mean, I'm not arguing with that. But I mean, it's it's a like a supposedly a prequel. Mhm. Or you know, a flashback. <laughs> yeah, because then it a prologue goes, if you will. It jumps to LA um and then after we're done with that whole thing. Uh-huh. So we're in LA and yeah. I was just like, "Why are we here?" You were not willing to give the movie its premise. You're like, no. why is any of this happening to me? Well, I like a movie to like acknowledge the fact that the leprechaun had died in the last one. Like, oh, that's play. never gonna happen yeah. for this franchise. It's not. I mean, they keep resurrecting the leprechaun, but from places that he never was. Like, he gets resurrected from the roots of a tree, and we're like, this is not where we left him. See, that's dumb. I like how in Child's Play they resurrect chucky from like the weird goo from when he was dead uh-huh. or whatever um and then once he's been blown up they re- um tiffany sews him back up together yeah you know freddy krueger comes back a number of different ways acknowledging how he died in the last mm. one yeah those movies tend to remember where they put their killer yeah <laughs> but these these types of like direct-to-video endless sequels don't really have that yeah, that and pretense I was, and i was just like this is dumb yeah, i mean again you're right mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it's also very fun. And I do think the the transition from Ireland to Los Angeles was not the worst one. Because I actually really liked the opening credits to this movie. Um, the cre- were they again? Well, the cre- oh, the little map of the woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, in the opening of this movie, the leprechaun has this enslaved man. Yeah, who, it's not clear how they're related. Who, like, stole his gold and is thus, like you know, working for the leprechaun and the leprechaun wants to marry his daughter. She sneezes once. She sneezes twice. She sneezes thrice. She's mine by dice. I don't remember what he says, but if, if, if a woman sneezes three times without somebody saying, God bless you, she's married to the leprechaun, such as his curse, such as his birthright on every thousandth birthday. Oh man. The mythology in this movie <laughs> is my insane. favorite. Yeah. The cards really do have to align just right for the leprechaun. I just, and they have to be from a specific family tree, don't they? Um, I don't think they have to be, but he wanted... He's like, in a thousand years, when, like, on my 2000th birthday, I'm going to get my revenge on your bloodline because you didn't let me marry your first daughter. Uh-huh. So I'm going to marry your, like, great, 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 You don't got to continue, but we get the point. Yeah, but anyway, so the opening credits are rolling over the, you know, like, in the family tree, and it's all these portraits of women. Um, Presumably in the tree? Yeah. Just hanging out? Yep. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. No, but it's portraits of women like through the decades and centuries and how the fashions change. And I was like, oh, this they actually kind of put some thought into it. And then we meet Bridget, a character into whom no thought was put. She was bad. She, um, well, who is she related to again? I want to piss them off. What? Is no, no that actress is not related to anybody. Oh, okay. Um, 
yeah, she seemed very porn star esque acting. Yeah, it sounded it sounded like yeah, she was trying to be sultry, but also had a sore throat mm-hmm. <laughs> at all yeah, times. It was very softcore porn, and I say that as someone who watches a lot of softcore porn. Sure. Mm, Do watch, you? Well, sex education is softcore porn. I don't know that Netflix is in the softcore porn business necessarily. Look, speaking as someone who's watched the first free three minutes of a lot of pornographic videos, um, I like the parts where they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about our experiences with softcore porn at this point. It's time to move on. Um, um, you asked me earlier what my favorite campy, campiest part of this movie was. Yes. It was where... Maybe I missed something, but all of a sudden the leprechaun has a little like car. <laughs> the goat cart? He yeah. He has a little goat cart. <laughs> goat cart? Did you say goat cart? I don't know. <laughs> 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 that would make more sense um, if he had a goat cart than a go cart. Um, but he has a little go cart and it's like pimped out. It has a little emblem on it that says no, like. It, says, it doesn't say, I want me gold spray painted on the side. I think it does. But I liked the fact that there's a four-leaf clover, but like with an X through it or whatever. Uh-huh. The like no four-leaf clovers allowed near me. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Using it to mow down. What's the uncle, right? The security guard. Guy. No, the security guard. Yeah, you're right. Um, um, to be fair, um, the go-kart thing is actually established because that, that safe is at the go-kart place where Cody and Bridget were supposed to have their date. And so that is, you know, like, you know, set up in uh-huh. the first act. So at least it sort of maybe makes sense that there's a go-kart in the vicinity. But it's pimped out just for him? Well, he's magic. <laughs> okay, that that was just, it was nonsense. Well. But I mean, like, if there's anything in continuity with the first movie, it's that. Putting the leprechaun into little cars and having him torture <laughs> oh, yeah. people. I forgot how much they liked to have him in various modes of transportation. <laughs> yeah, see? True. Oh, I, I love that. I love the uh, the connections. I love that you remembered a film that we watched. Because intertextuality. Yeah. Like when I mentioned Idle Hands, it's very clear. You don't remember anything that I made you watch for any any purpose. Um, yeah, no, the acting's terrible. Um, the character of Bridget is a complete mess. Um, she's gone the entire movie. Oh yeah, she's, she's trapped in that dungeon. <laughs> it's like we see her get trapped. I don't even remember how she gets trapped. She just kind of like walks in, or he traps her or something. Well, he she sneezes thrice, mm-hmm. um, and before Cody can say God bless you, he gets strangled with a telephone cord. I remember that. Um, which he then pulls out a knife and just cuts the cord. And I was so impressed. And also, like they're gonna have to buy a new phone. Uh-huh. Um, but then the leprechaun kind of like disappears and teleports them to his abode in the roots of the tree. Mm-hmm. Where he bakes the Keebler cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, she's gone the entire length of the movie. She's just down there, like, pretty much wallowing in her, her misery. I at least am happy she's not a complete damsel in distress. She is actively attempting to escape. She's just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And to her credit, she is the reason that they escape, right? Or that they make it out alive. Is she? I don't know that she... I don't know that she or Cody is really responsible. It's more just an accident. Well, how did you see that last scene playing out? I don't even remember. Leprechaun, he got stabbed with some iron, right? I don't remember. It was qu- over so quickly. Yeah. Like, it- <laughs> the, the last thing I remember seeing was Cody being outsmarted by the leprechaun because he pretended that he was Bridget. Yeah. And he gave her or gave the leprechaun the coin. Oh, but then Cody was lying. Cody faked it. 
because uh-huh. Cody still had the coin, which makes him immune to any leprechaun attacks, including having like an iron bar thrown through his stomach, which I'm like, that's not magic. That <laughs> should still affect you. <laughs> um, good point. So the Cody, Cody won then. Cody saved the day. Sure. Who could care? But then the second that they do that, they just run out of a tunnel and leave. And it's like, I thought the point of this house was that you could never leave. Like, you run down one tunnel and you end up in the same place where you started. Mm -hmm. It's very much like that time loop sequence in Elm Street 4. Like, they keep just ending up in the same place over and over again. Mm -hmm. But no, her attempts to escape. At one point, very early on, when the leprechaun is trying to, like, bed her, um, she, like, knocks him out, (laughs) runs... Like, literally, they walked down some stairs into this room. Mm-hmm. She runs deeper into the cave and not up the stairs where they just came in. Um, bad move on her part. And also, she gathers a bunch of rocks to make, like, a trail of breadcrumbs as she mm-hmm. leaves. But she places them, like, an inch apart. I'm like, girl, you are going to run out of rocks <laughs> before you have left this room. Mm-hmm. And then the rocks disappear for some reason. <laughs> oh, man. So it didn't really matter how mo- how far she spaced them apart because they were just gone. I guess not. I liked her dress. I, yeah. And did you like her 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 boob double? Where there's a part where you see her breasts, but it's clearly somebody else's. The the person's like sixteen shades tanner, and her bo- their boobs are just ridiculously huge. I did not notice that, um, but I don't pay attention to boob doubles. I mean, I just noticed the way that shots are framed and i was like her head isn't her face is not in this shot mm-hmm. at all it's zero percent it's just a close-up of boobs and like a belly button i gotta rewatch this movie then oh yeah you should always rewatch this movie i kind of love leprechaun too <laughs> yeah you gave it a surprisingly high review um look i have a lot of fun with this movie it's a little funnier than the original because i find the original just really boring and distasteful mm-hmm. um and i just love how warwick davis is constantly just cracking jokes and then just scampering off mm-hmm. <laughs> he runs a lot in this movie he has a lot fewer modes of transport than the past one mm-hmm. was there any line of dialogue that stands out to you i want to say everything that the uncle says oh god He's a, a lot. I can't remember anything specifically, um, but I just liked how he was like, uh, well, the nephew was telling him, yo, uncle, what your plan is, is dumb. And then the <laughs> uncle's like, no, it's not. It's great. It's smart. I'm going to outsmart him. And it's clear to everyone that that's just not going to happen. Oh, yeah. No, Morty's I, and how he became anyone's legal guardian is anybody's guess. Um, I like the part where uh, the the leprechaun gets uh, uh, brought back to life by whiskey being spilled on some tree branches. <laughs> but then he t- sips the whiskey and he's like, blech, Canadian whiskey. <laughs> um, only Irish whiskey. Also, he rips the finger off a CAA agent, which is just. Oh, know, that was funny. That was delightful. Yeah. Um, like, I think I'm going to like this town. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Look, I'm not saying it's a comic masterpiece. It's just a little more consistent within itself than the previous movie is. And the jokes actually resemble jokes. Um, What's your effects score for this movie? Um, I liked how people just disappeared. You mean like their teleportation thing? Yeah, that felt fancy. (laughs) Felt like they had a budget. Um, So, two. Okay, literally that's the oldest trick in like motion picture history. Well, Brennan, fine. It gets a one. <laughs> if that's what you want me to give it. Okay. Is there a death that stood out to you? Um, no. 
Okay, I'm gonna tell you my favorite death. Go ahead. Um, it's when there's a guy named Ian or something who's kind of trying to get it on with Bridget. Oh yeah. Um, but the leprechaun like sends or he makes him see Bridget. That mm-hmm. this is where the boob double comes in. Uh-huh. Like he sees a, a vision of Bridget seducing him, but it's a fake hallucination from the leprechaun. So when he leans in to kiss Bridget, he's actually leaning into the blades of a lawnmower that, oh, that are was spinning. Funny. Oh, it's so great! And mm-hmm. the death is in silhouette, but I love the concept of it. Yeah. In silhouette, it isn't a really good execution because you're like, this is clearly not really going to lead to his death. You know, it looks so bad. Oh, yeah. Look, it's a it's a cheap movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like I love that kill. I love when the uncle wishes for the leprechaun's gold and it the the gold just grows out of his stomach. So like his stomach protrudes in the shape of the pot of gold. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a disgusting and really fun effect. That one was cool. That was cool. I forgot about the whole uncle doing the I you owe me three wishes thing. Yeah, that was the sheer the um the sheer mythology. I remember he movie. had a plan to outsmart the leprechaun. I didn't remember the specifics that he was entitled to three wishes. Well, also he was so petty. He was he was like, I could wish for a million dollars or a billion dollars, but no, I wish for your gold. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's petty. Mm-hmm. Like you know, this is not going to work out for you. Yeah. Um. By the way, I'm giving it three out of five, and part of it is for when the leprechaun is trying to kiss up on his wife Bridget. Um. The amount of slobber. That comes out of his mouth, and the way that it's kind of like milky and translucent, it's truly disgusting. Mm. Um, they really committed to the look of how gross it would be to kiss the leprechaun, and I appreciated that. They spent all of their budget on his makeup. Truly. I feel like that's where all the money went. Oh, yeah. And it was designed by Gabe Bartalos, who is a famous makeup designer. Cool. Good for Gabe. Yeah. Uh, so what is your overall quality score for Leprechaun 2? It gets a one. Really? Yes. It just wasn't, like, there was nothing you liked in this movie? No. Again, that's unfair, because I was dozing in and out of it. Um, and by dozing, I mean just like, oh, hey, this is what's happening. I was, I'm like, very... let me read an article on Politico while this no, is playing. No, I didn't read anything, nor did I really, like, scan Twitter. I um, truly appreciate that. Uh, but I was tired and I was lying down, and so oh, that'll 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 do it. <laughs> I was kind of just like, "What's going on?" Okay, Leprechaun's <laughs> well, still alive. This might be the perfect movie to do that with because even if you're fully lucid and awake, you're just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, um, I gathered from the first four minutes that it didn't require a lot of me just to, for me to just be here for the ride. And once I was strapped in, I was ready to just let Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> but so did you enjoy it at all in any capacity? Um, the movie shines with Warwick Davis. Yes. It, um, he really is carrying the, sh- the movie on his back. Mm. Um, and what a performance that he gives. Uh, is my takeaway so far from this movie and the rest of the franchise. It really does feel like he was kind of, like the movie is a response to the child's play franchise. And oh, totally. that like, you know, it's a little cocky killer mm. who says little quips and has fun. And you're kind of just along with the ride because it's nonsensical and absurdist. Uh-huh. Um, so I like that aspect to it. Um, child's play is a stronger franchise. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, but yeah, just cool. I like um, how it harkens to that. I, I like that too. Um, I'm giving it a three out of five. 
Um, like you were saying, you can really tell Warwick Davis is just so grateful for the work and really throws himself into it and is having mm-hmm. fun with everything. Mm-hmm. Like Octavia Spencer in Ma. Yes, it's very similar. Um, but yeah, there, there's he has a truly great scene where the leprechaun gets drunk and he's just kind of like wobbly staring at Morty, like challenging him. It's a really delightful, genuinely funny scene. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to do telekinesis on like an ashtray and it's kind of wobbling towards him. Mm-hmm. And the music gets really wobbly too. Like the score at that point, it's a very bagpipe heavy score. Uh, Cause you know, it's Irish. Oh, mm-hmm. um, but the bagpipes start kind of, it gets this woozy quality. Like, the whole movie decided it was going to have one good scene, and that was going to be it. Mm -hmm. And it just really committed to just being a lot of fun. I I don't know. Maybe the reason I like this movie so much is because the pub is named after me. It's called Brennan's. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was like, hey, it's for Brennan. (laughs) Um, And also, I don't know. I recognize some people. There is exactly one shot where I was like, oh, the lighting's good on that. Mm -hmm. Like, where the light kind of cuts across the leprechaun's eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know... Of course it's not a good movie, but I I kind of remember the first time I popped this movie and not having any idea what was going to happen. And I was just like, oh, they're sneezing? Okay, I'm I'm in for whatever wild ride this movie has for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is the scene, I think, of the most, where it's like the leprechaun gets married because of sneezes. It's just so absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a ludicrous premise, and I'm just willing to follow it anywhere. Um and I have I have spoken to certain people about this movie, and they're like, "That's the sneeze one, right?" And they're mm-hmm. like, "You're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is." Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. And again, look, uh, I obviously prefer Rodman Flender's later effort, Idle Idle Hands. It has a better budget and better actors, and is better in every conceivable way because I love that movie. Yeah. Um, but this movie, I think, has a great energy. It's a lot of fun. Um, does this movie get a pride float? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think it's you know it's good for what it is it's for camp for a movie yeah it, it's camp it's pure camp uh-huh. um th- you know at a technical level there's a lot of things that aren't really there like any shot no. with bridget and the leprechaun bridget is cut off like right at the hairline it's mm-hmm. really poorly framed for her because obviously it's framed for warwick davis uh-huh. but i'm like was there nothing else you could do <laughs> um that's good. I think that's gonna that's gonna be the end of my thoughts on Leprechaun Two. Yeah, um, I really do apologize if you are expecting a more in depth analysis from me. Your amateur, excuse me. Your oh, amateur I thought host. you passed out for a second. <laughs> no, I just had a hiccup that I had to like choke down with some vomit. It's fine. Ew. Um. Uh, but yeah, so I apologize. I promise I'll be more alert on the next movie that we're reviewing, which is what Lake Placid. Um, actually, it's Final Destination three, Aww. which well, no, I'm very excited about that. It's gonna be a blast. Okay. Um, those movies gonna... have been fun so far. Oh, they're they're so good. They got Julia Machado. Is that her name? Julia Justina Machado? Machado. Justina Machado. I knew it was something with a J and Machado. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Yeah. Here's how you can get in contact with the show. Is you Ali can... Larder in this one? Nothing. She. Well, spoiler alert for p- previous one. She she done died in Final Destination two. Did she? Yeah, she got all burned up. I feel like she's going to come back, though. Well, we'll just have to find out. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you can find like... us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. What? No, I feel like I've seen a movie where it was a Final Destination movie. It was one of the later Yeah, ones. you've seen two of them. Um, 
I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> uh, but like the big thing is that Ellie Lauder appears out of nowhere. Maybe that was a dream you had. I don't know what you're talking about. I did have some weird dreams. We mm-hmm. can talk about them later. Yeah, we can. Um, you can email us at screamlin1podcast at gmail.com. Our theme song is A Beat for You by Pseudo Echo. Um, and you know what? Let's do our guesses for what's going to happen in Leprechaun 3. One of the weirdest dreams I've ever had Okay, a sex dream regarding a congressman from Ohio. Which one? Tim Ryan. Is he hot? He's okay looking. He's older. Okay. And just story okay great so leprechaun 3 oh um, i'm gonna be underwhelmed i'm guessing that oh i mean it's a leprechaun movie so that's a good guess i will let you i mean obviously i've seen all the warwick davis leprechauns so i will give you a little nugget this one's set in las vegas the city of vegas mm-hmm. of the, uh, that sounds like it could be fun if they get like pretty good shots of like casinos and stuff my guess is that they won't get like any film rights or shooting rights to shoot in a casino, um, like not even a circus circus. Uh, but you know, it'll probably be off the strip. Um, spoiler alert! It's very off the strip. <laughs> I think they want it to be to seem like the strip, but yeah, it's 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 not anything you would have heard of. Aww. I think it's a convention center. They put a sign on. <laughs> oh, it's like L.A. Convention Center. It's Long Beach, is what it, it is. It might be. Probably we see the ocean from the corner. <laughs> it's like oh, it's just a big pool. You never they had know. installed. Yeah, like I saw these movies so long ago, and before I moved to Long Beach and started recognizing those locations in all movies. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to find out. Um, I'm excited for all the threes. Final Destination 3, yum, yum, yum. Leprechaun 3, I feel like it's going to be a lot weaker than I remember, but I remember liking it a lot. <laughs> I'm excited for like Placid 3 because I'm excited for Crawl. Yeah, um, I guess that'll be sort of a tie-in, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, Welcome. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you next week for Final Destination 3. And that's actually going to be our show's anniversary, too. So maybe we'll do something fun for that. Probably not. We'll have some cake. Yeah. I'll have cake. Yeah, we will privately eat some cake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, until next week, good luck on your journey. And stay gold, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.